Welcome to Counter Melody, the podcast on great singers and great singing. As always, I am your host, Daniel Gundlach. No preaching here, no lecturing, well, maybe just a tiny bit of each, but the primary spotlight will always be on the singers that enrich and enhance our lives, no matter what is going on in the world around us. Thanks for joining me. And now, this week's episode. Hi everyone! Welcome to Counter Melody and my annual Christmas episode. For those of you who do not celebrate this holiday, never fear. There's still a lot to partake of and enjoy in this episode. For starters, this past week, the great bass baritone Justino Diaz was recognized with a Kennedy Center honor. Now, I told you at the beginning of last week's episode that I was going to feature some holiday number or other at the beginning of each episode in December. Well, this episode is chock full of holiday numbers, but here's Justino Diaz in a 1970 recording singing a portion of But Who May Abide the Day of His Coming from Messiah. You hear what a smooth and even voice it was, how he had access to the very low and the very high. He's a very compelling performer and, of course, has a distinguished performing history as well. So we salute him here. Oh, <laughs> 
today's focus is going to be on Christmas art songs. I so enjoyed bringing you a pair of episodes last year, one regular and one bonus, featuring material of this kind. And yes, before I go any further, I should mention that there are bonus episodes cropping up all the time on Patreon. And if you want to become a supporter, kurz und nett, simply go to patreon.com slash countermelody and you too can become a Patreon supporter and gain access to all of the bonus material that I have thus far posted, which so far includes 31 bonus episodes, and there may very well be another Christmas one coming up, perhaps even this weekend. A word to the wise is sufficient. Thank you so much, and now... Let's get on with our true business here. In choosing material for today's episode, I found a plethora of magnificent material sung gorgeously by a wide swath of singers. Now, I had to pare it way down, but the good news is that I'll have enough material to post for many Christmases to come. So let's start with one of my favorites, and I know a favorite of many of my listeners, the Dutch soprano Ellie Ameling, and here she is in one of her earliest recordings from 1961, singing a beautiful song from the German Renaissance by the organist and composer Arnold Schlick called Maria Zart. She's accompanied here by Johannes Koch on Gamba and Walter Gerwig on Lute.
Let's stick with Mary for just a few minutes. Here is a sort of polar opposite, musically speaking, tribute to Mary. This is a setting by the composer Josef Marx of a poem by Friedrich von Hardenberg, who was better known as Novalis. This is Marx's song, Marienlied. I see you in a thousand pictures, so lovingly depicted, dear Mary. But none of them can portray you in the way that I hold your image in my soul. When I think on you, the turmoils of the world drift away, and an unnameably sweet heaven remains in my thoughts. This is the earliest recording that we're going to hear today. This is with the wonderful soprano Elisabeth Schumann in a 1928 recording with Karl Alvin leading the Wiener Staatsopern Orchester. Now, I'm also going to touch today on some folk music, Christmas songs in the folk tradition, given a fancy setting, shall we say. 
This is one of the most beautiful of the German Christmas songs. It's called Maria durch ein Dornwald ging, and it tells the story of a pregnant Mary passing through a grove of rose bushes, none of which has bloomed in ages. She walks by, the rose bushes burst into bloom. This is the lovely German soprano Rita Streich, and this was an arrangement made for her by the conductor and composer Kurt Gabel, who leads the Rias Symphonie Orchestra Berlin in this 1957 recording. Here's another very, very famous and popular folk song, this from the English tradition, that once again refers to thorns and prickers and things like that. It's the holly and the ivy, and it is in a very simple arrangement here by Cecil Sharp, that famous musical folklorist, and it is sung here by the exquisite Lois Marshall accompanied by Weldon Kilburn. This recording, by the way, is from 1959. Bears a prickle 
I want to mention that Lois Marshall will be the first in a series in January that I am devoting to Canadian singers. So do tune in in early January for a full episode on this extraordinary and fascinating artist. We're still sticking with Mary for the time being. This is a song by Peter Warlock, that very, very strange and troubled composer writer, critic, theorist, who came to a very unfortunate end, which we won't go into today because it's a Christmas episode. This is one of his most lovely tunes, and certainly it's very well known. It's called Balu Lalo, and who is singing it for us today but my beloved Janet Baker, accompanied by Martin Isep. This was one of her earliest recordings from 1963. Now, Mary is subject to a great deal of sentimentalization, but sometimes, just sometimes, it's pinpoint perfect. This is a song by the British composer Michael Head, set to a text by the poet Margaret Rose. It's called The Little Road to Bethlehem, and it depicts the most gorgeous pastoral scene. It is sung here exquisitely by Sarah Walker, accompanied by Roger Vignoles in this 1991 recording. As I walked down the road, I've set up some. The lambs are coming home, but one by one, 
Now here is some distinctly headier material. These next two songs are both from Paul Hindemith's cycle Das Marienleben, The Life of Mary. This cycle is set to poems by Rainer Maria Rilke, his own cycle of 15 poems on the life of Mary. Regarding Paul Hindemith's setting of these poems, there are many different versions of this cycle, and it gets a little confusing. In 1923, Hindemith published the first version of these songs. That's Opus 23. And then he orchestrated, I think, four of them, adding two more in 1959. In between, in 1948, he published a second version of the cycle in which some songs remain pretty much the same, and others are significantly revised. What we're going to hear right now is the first song, which depicts the birth of Mary, Geburt Marie, and it's sung in a 1955 recording by the exquisite Irmgard Seefried, who's in exquisite voice here and is accompanied, because it's an orchestrated version of the song, by Sergiu Celibidake leading the Orchestra della Rai di Torino. And guess where that was recorded? In Torino on the 18th of February, 1955. Oh, what it must have cost the angels not immediately to burst into song as one bursts into tears, since they indeed did know that on this night the mother is born to the child, to the one who is soon to appear. Soaring in flight, they kept silent and gestured toward the place where alone Joachim's farmstead lay. Ah, they felt in themselves and in space the pure thickening, but none of them could go down to him, for the two by now were so beside themselves with things to do. A woman neighbor came and pretended wisdom and did not know, and the old man, as a precautionary measure, went and restrained the lowing of a dark cow, for never yet had things been like this. I just received today a recording of Lotte Lehmann reading the poems of Rilke. She recorded these shortly after her 70th birthday in 1958, and there is no better lead-in to Seyfried and Zilibidake's beautiful performance than Lehmann's reading of 
the original Rilke poem. Oh, was muss es die Engel gekostet haben, nicht aufzusingen plötzlich, wie man aufweint, da sie doch wussten, in dieser Nacht wird dem Knaben die Mutter geboren, dem einen, der bald erscheint. Schwingend verschwiegen sie sich und zeigten die Richtung, wo allein das Gehöft lag des Joachim. Ach, sie fühlten in sich und im Raum die reine Verdichtung, aber es durfte keiner nieder zu ihm, denn die beiden waren schon so außer sich vor Getue. Eine Nachbarin kam und klugte und wusste nicht wie, und der Alte, vorsichtig, ging und verhielt das Gemue einer dunklen Kuh, denn so war es noch nie. For those of you who follow me at all on any of my social media, you'll know that one of my great acquisitions this past year was finally finding a copy of the rare 
recording that Jenny Turrell did in 1954 of this cycle in its 1948 manifestation. Of course, I would like to offer more of this to you today, but I'm limiting myself to the one song that depicts the birth of Christ, Geburt Christi, the seventh song in the cycle. If you did not possess simplicity, how should it happen to you what now brightens the night? Behold, the God who raged over the nations makes himself mild and comes into the world in you. Did you think he would be greater? What is greatness? His fate on its straight path goes through all the measured spaces on his way. Even a star does not have such a path. You see, these kings are great, and they transport to you, in front of your lap, treasures they held to be the greatest. And perhaps you are amazed at this bestowal. But look into the folds of your cloth. How he even now surpasses all things, all the amber shipped from afar. Every gold ornament and the fragrant spices that waft in clouds into the senses. All of this was of short duration, and in the end one regretted it. But you will see, he brings gladness. I should mention that this song underwent probably the most significant revision between the two versions of the cycle. And also I should mention that the pianist is the composer and pianist Erich Itor Kahn, who was a frequent collaborator of Jenny Turrell's until his untimely demise. And thirdly, I should mention that once again, Lotte Lehmann is going to read the original German poem of Rilke. Hättest du der Einfalt nicht, wie sollte dir geschehen, was jetzt die Nacht erhält? Sie Der Gott, der über Völkern grollte, macht sich mild und kommt in dir zur Welt. Hast du ihn dir größer vorgestellt? Was ist größer? Quer durch alle Maße, die er durchstreicht, geht sein Grades los. Selbst ein Stern hat keine solche Straße. Siehst du, Diese Könige sind groß und sie schleppen dir vor deinen Schoß Schätze, die sie für die Größten halten und du staunst vielleicht bei dieser Gift. Aber schau in deines Tuches Falten, wie er jetzt schon alles übertrifft. Alle Amber, den man weit verschifft, Jeder Goldschmuck und das Luftgewürze, das sich trübend in die Sinne streut, alles dieses war von rascher Kürze und am Ende hat man es bereut. Aber du wirst sehen, er erfreut. Was jetzt die Ruhe 
going to turn a bit to the darker side of Christmas. This is not always a happy time for people. Last year, I discovered a magnificent and deeply troubling song by the same Peter Warlock we heard a few minutes ago. The song is called The Frostbound Wood, and it was set to a text by his friend Bruce Blunt. I am delighted to offer it to you today in a performance by the late Norman Bailey accompanied in this 1976 recording by Jeffrey Parsons. 
Norman Bailey's diction is absolutely perfect, but I have to explain the final stanza because otherwise we lose the meaning of the poem. So he says, referring to Mary, past she went with no word spoken, past the grave of him I slew, meaning Jesus, myself the sower of the woodland, and my heart the you. And the U is Y-E-W, the U tree, which, according to a note that I found, is both long-lived and poisonous. So it is a symbol of both death and immortality. Mary, that was the child's mother, met me in the frost Next, I offer a song by Richard Strauss called Weihnachtsgefühl, Christmas Mood, and believe me, it's not necessarily a happy one. When this jubilant time of year approaches, I think back with tears to bliss long gone, and I see as if in a dream that shimmer of happiness weaving around the Christmas tree. 
although that happiness itself will never return. The song is performed here by the late Slovak soprano Edita Gruberova, another magnificent singer that we lost this year. She is accompanied by Friedrich Haider in this 1991 recording. This next song is also by Richard Strauss, but it is not specifically a Christmas song, but rather a song called Winterweihe, Winter Dedication, that lifts us from the depression of the previous song into a feeling, first of all, distinctly secular and perhaps even erotic. The song is a setting of a poem by Karl Friedrich Henkel, and it's performed in this 1987 recording by Margaret Price, another one of my very favorite singers, accompanied here by the conductor and pianist Wolfgang Savalisch. In these winter days, the light hides itself. Let us carry it in our hearts instead and tell each other confidently whatever it is that gives us inner light. The wheel of time may well roll, yet we scarcely grasp it, forgotten in the glow of the world on our island. We would dedicate day and night to blissful love. Du tut 
This next is a setting by Jan Sibelius. This is from his Opus 1, which consisted of five Christmas songs. The fourth of these songs has become, in both Sweden and Finland, I believe, a song that is very closely associated with the season and which everyone appears to know there. It's performed here by the unforgettable and unforgotten Finnish bass baritone Tom Krause, accompanied by Erwin Gage, who will show up again later in the program, I believe. This is set to a wonderful text by Zachris Topelius. I seek neither gold nor majesty, but instead I pray to God for peace on earth to men. Let Christmas come to rich and poor, and may they both abide in peace and harmony at this season. This next song is another very popular Finnish Christmas song. I'm going to rely on my trusty Google Translate helper to help me with the title and authors of this song. The song itself is called on, which means When It's Christmas. It's by the composer Otto Kotilainen. And the poem 
is by the writer Alponoponen. That's not so hard. It's performed here by the Finnish bass Kim Boak, accompanied by Pentikoskimies in this 1958 recording. It's often done almost in a hymn-like setting. This one's a little simpler. It just has piano accompaniment. It describes Christmas first as how it appears in nature, and then it refocuses Christmas as something that is seen through the eyes of a child, which is often a way that weary and sometimes discouraged adults find some kind of solace in this season. the subject of Christmas through the eyes of a child, and this next song depicts an absolutely magical setting. That is the song by Maurice Ravel, set to his own text, Noël des Jouets, The Toy's Christmas. I featured this song last year as well in a beautiful performance by Denise Duval and Francis Poulenc. This year I offer it to you as sung by the great Romanian soprano Yolanda Marculescu, accompanied by Katia Filabaum. I know that some of my listeners have a personal association with Madame Marculescu, as do I, and I'm looking forward to bringing her to you along with other great Romanian singers sometime in the coming months probably in the springtime. This recording was made once she had emigrated to the United States and was creating a reputation for herself, a good one, I must add, surrounding the performance of French Melodie, of which she made numerous exquisite recordings. This song depicts toys collected underneath a tree, described are a flock of sheep, Rabbits playing drums, an enamel Virgin Mary, Beelzebub, the dark-colored dog, and also beautiful, unbreakable angels suspended by brass wires who watch over the entire scene as the mechanical cattle bleat like hailstones. Noel, Noel, Noel. Le troupeau 
This next song is a rare and delicious example of an arrangement of a folk song. Joseph Conteloube, who did those marvelous collections of songs from the Auvergne, also published a collection of arrangements of French Christmas songs. A number of these were recorded by the soprano Geneviève Touraine, accompanied by Irène Aitoff in 1956. Do any of you know who Geneviève Touraine was? She was the older sister of the great Gérard Soucy. He always said that his sister was the true musician in the family, that she had an interpretive ability that surpassed his. You all know how much I love him. She, with a much less naturally beautiful voice, gives such a vivid performance of this following song, a Noël from the Basse Auvergne region called Il Sommeillait le Pauvre Patre, which depicts the angel coming down and visiting a poor shepherd alone who has fallen asleep watching his sheep. The angel wakens him and tells him he must go to the Christ child. And he says, but how can I possibly leave my sheep behind? And the angel says, this is more important, and your sheep will be safe. And he says, but what will I say? I, I'm merely a humble shepherd. I wouldn't know how to behave. And the angel tells him, fall on your knees and say, you are the Lord. Yeah. 
Let's stay with the shepherds for a moment and hear a short excerpt from the Weihnachtslieder cycle of Peter Cornelius. This is a setting to Cornelius' own text that simply describes the appearance of the angels in the skies as the traditional Christmas story goes. It's performed here by Hermann Prey, whom we've been hearing a bit from these past weeks. And he's accompanied in this 1971 recording by the American pianist Leonard Hokanson.
Now it's time to turn simply to the baby Jesus. Hugo Wolf set some of the most exquisite Christmas-themed art songs, including two that are very familiar, set to texts by Eduard Mörike that I'm going to play for you in perhaps less well-known performances. The first is Schlafendes Jesus Kind, which is a meditation by the poet who's looking upon a painting of the baby Jesus. It's heard here in this 1972 recording by the delectable Cornish baritone Benjamin Luxon, accompanied as he was so often in performance and recordings by the pianist David Willison. Thank you. 
The other very famous Hugo Wolf miracle setting is Auf ein altes Bild, Upon Looking at an Old Painting, which is also a meditation by the poet who looks at another painting by an old master of the baby Jesus in a beautiful green landscape playing upon his mother's knee. And the poet points out that in that painting in the distance already grows the tree that will eventually be used as the cross on which the baby Jesus, grown to a man, is crucified. It's performed here by another of my favorites whom we've heard in episodes devoted expressly to him, the Finnish baritone Jorma Hyninen. He's accompanied here by his frequent partner Ralph Gotoni in this 1978 recording. In Hugo Wolf did two marvelous collections of songs from folk texts. One, the Italienisches Liederbuch, is distinctly secular. In the other, the Spanisches Liederbuch, there are two different books of songs. One is of religious songs, the other is of secular songs. I had a whole set of the religious songs that I was going to feature for you today, but I had to trim it way, way, way back. And this has caused me so much sadness because they're so beautiful. Each one of these songs is so different and so special. And a large number of them are specifically focused on Christmas 
themes. When I was trimming down my choices to a single one, I chose a 1971 recording by the great Dutch contralto Afje Heinis, who I know is a favorite singer of one of my devoted listeners. You know who you are. This is for you. This is the song, Ach des Knaben Augen. It's pretty fascinating to me because there's a distinctly almost erotic description of the eyes of the baby Jesus that captivates the poet's heart. The poet thinks, if only he would look into my eyes, and then I would give myself to him utterly, for something beams forth from those eyes that captivates and enchants my entire heart. Afia Heinis is accompanied by Erwin Gage. I had a much longer set of Hugo Wolf songs planned for today, but still, I've brought you three different ones, and now I have, for a complete contrast, a performance of the comic song Epiphanias, set to a text by Goethe, which depicts the three kings as a rowdy, rollicking trio of boisterous body rabble-rousers who like to eat and drink and avoid paying for it. They come upon the Holy Family, and they give them their gifts, but they feel themselves to not be in quite the right place, so they go right off on their way. And in the music we hear depicted all three of the vividly characterized wise men. The performance here is by the redoubtable East German tenor Peter Schreier, accompanied by Norman Shetler in this 1979 recording. <laughs> 
I want to end the episode with a number of settings of Spanish Christmas songs. These are, again, dedicated to another of my faithful listeners who has made her mark singing Spanish repertoire and singing it beautifully. The first is a setting of a text by Lope de Vega by the Spanish composer Joaquin Rodrigo. It's from a collection of his called Retablo de Navidad, Christmas Crash. And this song has often been excerpted and performed as an individual number. The poet asks this little shepherd with pearls in his eyes and laughter in his mouth where he is headed so early in the morning. The song is heard in this 1962 recording by the great Victoria de Los Angeles, accompanied by Gonzalo Soriano. For closers, I have four different Viancicos Christmas carols from four different regions in Spain, all part of a series adapted from traditional texts and melodies by the great Cuban composer Joaquin Nin. The first is a Viancico from the Cordoba region of Spain. It's a dialogue between a mother and child. The child says, Mother, in the doorway there is a child more beautiful than the lily, covered in white linen. The child is cold, and the mother responds, Come to the fireplace and warm yourself. Ah, in this world there is no charity. It's performed here in a 1977 recording by Ellie Ameling, accompanied by Dalton Baldwin. Thank you. 
This next is a rambunctious setting of a Castilian carol. Joseph was a carpenter, and Mary was a laundress, and the child came down from the air. It's performed here by the fascinating Brazilian singer Elsie Houston in a recording that's probably from around Others in this group, the next song is an original composition by Joaquin Nin, Jesus de Nazaret. Here is the beloved Spanish mezzo-soprano Teresa Berganza in an absolutely riveting performance, live from Aix-en-Provence in July 1962. She's here accompanied by Félix Lavilla. A child is born of flowers and dressed in love. He is the Lord of Lords and the flower of loves.
thank you for joining me today. It was my particular delight and joy to bring you all this wide assortment of art music associated with a Christmas theme. This final song is one that I also featured on last year's episode. Again, an arrangement by Joachim Nin, this of a Basque folk carol. It's an invitation to the baby Jesus to come into the home of the singer to celebrate Christmas with his mother and father and eat soft chestnuts. In this beautiful 1998 recording, Claren McFadden is heard accompanied by an octet of cellos called Conjunto Iberico. My dear friends, keep the song in your hearts. I'm Daniel Gundlach. <laughs>